This is episode 29 of The Unconventional Polyglot. In today's episode, I am going to talk about reading resources for learning French. Thanks for listening. This is The Unconventional Polyglot, a podcast that explores languages and language learning from someone who has followed and also broken many of the conventional rules for how to learn languages. I'm your host, Will, and language learning is my passion. All right, so this is the third and final episode of my series on resources for learning French. And this will now complete the second language about which I have discussed resources. So I started with Spanish, and now I'm wrapping up my series for French. And within the next few months, <laughs> I will be starting a series on Portuguese. So stay tuned for that. Now, when it comes to reading resources for learning French, there are a few different types of resources that I could mention. One that I'm not really going to talk about is textbooks, or books that are solely meant to provide grammar practice or grammar exercises. And the main reason for that is because I haven't used any of those books. I know there are many out there, but when it comes to learning French grammar, I primarily did that through apps, whether it was Duolingo or Busu or Frantastique. So some of the apps that I mentioned in episode 27 on apps for learning French. So in this episode, I'm going to stick to storybooks. And the kind of books that I want to start with are the graded readers for learning French. So books that consist of collections of short stories. And there are a few pretty good series that I've come across. The first of which I want to mention is a three-volume series called French Short Stories for Intermediate Level, written by Frédéric Bibard. Bibard. So this is a series of three books, and in each book there are, I believe, seven stories. And from volume one through volume two and volume three, I think the stories get a little bit more difficult, but it's not a major difference in difficulty. So they're, they're all meant to be at an intermediate level. And there are a couple of things that I really like about this series. One is that the stories cover a lot of vocabulary. And the main way that they do that is by having stories on different topics. So for example, there's um, a story that has to do with preparing for a dinner. So a lot of vocabulary having to do with food and, and cooking and baking and ingredients, you know, things like that. There's another story on shopping, I think, for uh, preparing for somebody's wedding. There's another one about somebody who works in IT, so some a lot of computer-related vocabulary. There's a story about uh, starting college, so a lot of 
higher education-related vocabulary, a lot of different stories, and for the most part, I do think they are really interesting. Uh, Another nice thing about these stories is that they're kind of broken down so that after every maybe page or two, there's a space allotted for vocabulary, kind of a little mini glossary. So there are words in bold, and then the translation of those words is given, as I said, like a page or two later in a, a brief section dedicated to the vocabulary. So unlike some other books out there, you don't have to go to the back of the book or the end of the chapter or the end of the story to find the translations. That's nice. Overall, it's just a nice series. And me personally, one thing that I like to do with any sort of graded reader type book is I like to reread books, uh, often several times, um, because what I found in particular with this series, I've actually read all three volumes in this series, I believe either three or four times. And every time I read through, it's easier. I know more of the vocabulary than I did the previous time. The words are more familiar. Even the words that I didn't really remember, I was able to recall them more easily each time that I read the stories. As I mentioned in in one of my previous episodes on the power of repetition, a really good way to solidify your knowledge of vocabulary is rereading things, re-listening to things, re-watching videos, you know, all these kinds of things done again and again really does help, even if it's not the most entertaining thing to do. It typically is very effective. Okay, now another collection of short stories, uh, another graded reader that I want to mention is Intermediate French Short Stories, and this is put out by Lingo Mastery. It's a book with a very recognizable cover. It has an astronaut presumably on the moon holding a French flag. I don't think that's ever happened in real life, but, and, and I know there are other uh, books with this same cover for other languages, but anyway, I just call it the astronaut book. And this is a pretty nice collection of 10 short stories. And the stories in this book do cover some of the same themes as the, the previous three volume series that I mentioned. But there are also some very unique stories. Like there's one story that covers French history, in particular French military history, mainly focusing on like the uniforms of French soldiers at at various uh, times in the past, even going all the way back to the Gallic people, the Gauls, the Gallic tribes, which dominated, you know, what is now France, you know, prior to the Roman conquest of France. So the stories are are pretty interesting in this book. It does have key vocabulary highlighted. The only thing I kind of don't like is that the translations, English translations of the vocabulary are put at the end of the story. So it's a little more difficult to, to search for these, but it's not a real big deal. And again, 
what I like to do is is read books several times. So by the time you've read these stories two or three or four times, looking up the vocabulary becomes less and less of an issue. And then part of the point of rereading books. Now, one last series of short stories that I want to mention are the uh, short stories in French books by Ollie Richards. Now, Ollie Richards is an author I've mentioned before. He's maybe the most prominent graded reader author out there because he's he has books for a bunch of different languages at, th- at this point and more coming out all the time. So he does have two books of short stories for French. One, uh, I believe, is called Short Stories in French at Beginner Level, which uh, by his definition, and I think means like maybe A2 level, roughly. And then Short Stories uh, in Intermediate French, which is more like a B1 level. Now, Ollie Richards... He's a bit more hit and miss, uh, just my personal opinion. Some of his stories, I think, are really interesting. Other ones I have some difficulty getting into. But overall, his stories are useful. And he also has books called 101 Conversations in Beginner French and also in Intermediate French. And these, I think, are are actually more interesting um, on average than his short story books. As the title kind of indicates, they're meant to give you more of an idea of how the language is spoken rather than written, so it gives you kind of a different perspective. So I would recommend both the short stories in French and the 101 Conversation series in French by Ollie Richards. And I also recommend his YouTube channel. He's got a lot of really interesting videos. He's a nice guy. Now, moving on to more novel reading, uh, and I mean that in, in, in the sense of novels, <laughs> as well as original, I suppose. So there are a few novels I want to mention, and these novels are certainly things that I would only start reading after I have read a considerable number of short stories or, or graded readers, because I I think it really helps to be at a more advanced level, maybe like a B2 or at least a B1 level before trying to read these books. Because the higher the level you are at, the the more you're going to get out of these books, the more enjoyable they're going to be. And these are books that there's a pretty good chance you've heard of them already. One is Le Petit Prince, the, the Little Prince, which has been translated into a whole bunch of different languages. It's a very very famous story, but of course it was originally in French, written by Antoine de Saint-Exupéry. And again, this is not something I would read as a beginner or even an early intermediate, but if you try to read it when you're at a more advanced intermediate level, B1, B2, I, I, I think it is a really interesting book to read. You may already know kind of, you know, the story of the, the little prince. But it is the kind of story where, on the surface, the story is is not too complicated, and then the French used is, in general, not super difficult, although there are definitely some more obscure words that are used in the book, but 
but it's also a book that you can look at in, in a number of different levels, you know, going deeper into kind of the psychology of what's going on. So, and it, it's a classic of French literature, a modern classic, modern enough that it is pretty accessible. Along those same lines, another classic of modern French literature is L'Etranger, or The Stranger, by Albert Camus, Albert Camus. This is another very famous French novel, and it's a- another really interesting kind of psychological journey. And the French in L'Etranger is, again, it's fairly modern, so it's not going to be, su- uh, it's not going to be filled with a lot of super obscure vocabulary. And it's a really interesting story. I would highly recommend reading L'Etranger. Again, if you're at a pretty, pretty comfortable level. And one last book I want to recommend, it's, it's not a specific book. I, I will give an example, but one thing that I think can be really really effective is reading a story that you already know well in another language, you know, whether that's English or whatever your native language happens to be, um, but reading the French translation of that story. And the, the main example I will give of that is Harry Potter. Millions and millions of native English speakers have read the Harry Potter books in the original English or at least seen the movies. <laughs> so it's a story that a lot of people know really well. I read the first Harry Potter book in French um, a while back, and it was it was pretty challenging. But having already known the story very well, I was able to follow much more easily than if I just tried to pick up some story that I didn't even know beforehand. But one good thing about doing this, especially if it's a fictional story, is that uh, it will often give you a lot of practice with the historical past tense in French, or the passé simple, uh, which is a tense that it is really not used in spoken French. Not going to find it in, you know, movies or TV series or YouTube videos, but it is heavily used in literature. So if you have never come across it, then it's going to make reading stories in French, specifically ones targeted towards native speakers, it's going to make it much more difficult if you aren't familiar with that tense. So reading something like Harry Potter will give you a lot of experience with this tense. As I said, it doesn't have to be Harry Potter. That's just the specific uh, example that I tried a while back. And it was challenging, but also I do think very useful. Now, one last thing I do want to mention kind of as a warning is maybe something to not do (laughs) is um, I, I would definitely not recommend trying to read classic French novels like, for example, uh, Les Misérables or Le Misanthope. So try, trying to read things by authors like Victor Hugo or Molière or Gustave Flaubert, Madame Bovary. Like These are things that I would definitely 
not try to tackle unless I were an advanced French learner. So we're talking like probably C1, C2 level, because these are very challenging things. And as a learner of French, I don't think they're going to help you out in any real tangible way. So with that, I'm going to wrap up this episode. I really hope uh, I've given you some good resources to get you into reading French, because reading is a really important part of the language learning process. Stick around for more great language learning content on the Unconventional Polyglot Podcast and the Unconventional Polyglot YouTube channel. And again, you can always reach me at unconventionalpolyglot at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And with that, I will say happy language learning and have a great day. Goodbye.